PR should be seen as a profession rather than a trade. Welcome to PR True or False, a podcast that aims to unwrap some quirks and preconceptions of the PR industry and discuss whether things could be better. Each week, we'll take a statement, a belief about the PR industry or agency life, discuss and answer whether we believe it's true or false. My name's Phil Shomshaw and my co-host is Austin Braley, and we're both PR consultants working at Firefly Communications. That's the introduction. Let's get started. So recently, there was a CIPR research into this area, um, which we encourage everyone to check out. Um, it's on PR Week at the moment, a really good article around the actual findings from the research. Um, so it's about, uh, it kind of started the article by saying, um, many of us will be familiar that when applying for a British passport, uh, we'll be familiar with the list of trustworthy professions in which uh, an honourable soul uh, can countersign documents. And PR wasn't amongst them. That's right, Austin. Thanks for uh, sharing that PR Week uh, piece with me this morning. It's uh, a really good read. Uh, one of those debates that's been going for a while, but it's a, a good summary of it. And uh, yeah, there's, there's the list and it's got lawyers, accountants, teachers, chiropodists, funeral directors and journalists. And they're deemed to have, have such social standing that committing a falsehood would be inconceivable to them. So I suppose... Uh, what then does uh, that make PR and communications? Is it a trade, uh, an endeavour, uh, an art, a hobby? What do you think? Well, it doesn't make the cut, and as you say, it raises the question. I mean, PR, PR Week suggests just a couple of examples. They said a trade, an art perhaps, I, I guess so, but there's, there's kind of two sides to it, isn't there? It's how it's perceived uh, from outside people that don't work in the industry, and then I guess there's even a bit of a conflict between people that actually do work uh, day-to-day in PR. Yeah, I think there's a anybody listening to this that works in PR, if they uh, have probably all experienced this about when they tell people what they do or even their families, and people just don't either have a complete misconception about what PR is or they just don't know what it is and they think they do something else. So for years, um, my mum thought I worked in advertising and my uncle thought I worked in advertising. They would, Whenever they see me, they said, oh, how's the advertising trade? They just don't know that I work in PR. Yeah, my uh, my examples of that are firstly, the people that stand outside nightclubs offering uh, leaflets and things like that call themselves PR people. So I've had people think that's that's what I do on a day-to-day basis. And the other counterside to that is people that kind of view it as, as propaganda, uh, which immediately you either get that sort of reaction when they go, ooh, like it's not the most sort of noble profession. Yeah, the thought of you standing outside a nightclub, Austin, uh, handing down, uh, handing out leaflets doesn't quite, seems a bit incongruous. But yeah, I don't think some of those TV programs, uh, uh, you know, like um, The Thick of It and so on, really don't sort of reflect, make people, PR people look very good. And I think we've become a bit of a, um, a caricature of ourselves. So yeah, there's that sort of external factor about people not understanding us. But then as you've just mentioned, there's that, the sort of internal to the industry part about um, whether we even know what we do ourselves. And they're, you know, also the fact that the industry is changing so much as well doesn't help. So there's, the, yeah, there seems to be a real sort of definition issue, uh, which we can't really get over before we can have the discussion about whether PR is a profession or not. Yeah, that's a very good point. I think the change or the rapid change in the industry is a big factor of that. It's really hard to define. I mean, even for my my relatively, I guess, uh, short years in PR, I mean, it's been five or six years now, things have changed rapidly. It's ever evolving. You know, you've got all these new things coming on. And uh, from my understanding, it's radically changed. Uh, since you know 20 years ago or anything like that so that makes it an added um you know a hardship to to define first and foremost but i think it's also you know important to um think about do we actually do we actually care as an industry how we're viewed 
my my perception would be that often you know PR people are used to sort of working behind the scenes and um, a lot of the, the the stuff they're doing is for the benefit of of clients. It seems a bit it surprised me that actually ninety four percent of the uh, I think it was two thousand five hundred something around that uh, PR operators that were quizzed as part of the uh, the CIPR survey um, considered um, being classed as a profession as being important to them. Yeah, I, I was. Um a little surprised by those results um, personally I don't care um, whether whether PR is whether I'm sort of seen to be a professional in, in speech marks I think to me being a professional is about how you conduct yourself not about whether you have uh, you know uh, some letters after your name or something like that but uh, clearly I'm in the minority. So does this ultimately come down to having some kind of accreditation? Is that what we mean when we talk about uh, a profession, having some barriers to entry? Yes, I think that a lot of those professions that were listed earlier, they have barriers to entry and that's what kind of makes them professions by by definition and I think Actually, to sort of refer back to some of our previous con- uh, podcasts where we've talked about some of the issues around media relations and the, and the challenges, the fact that it's so easy to become a PR person, send press releases out, and then a lot of PR people are spamming journalists, maybe those barriers to entry would be a good thing to reduce the number of PR people out there and to have a more professional relationship with the media. But of course, as you just said, the, the industry is changing and it's not about just about media relations. So, uh, you know, it's a complex issue. Um, personally, I don't think that um, the barriers to entry would be would be a good thing to introduce, but uh, it's, per- it's certainly part of the definition aspect, I would, I would say. Yeah, I, I must admit, I take a, a slightly cynical view of some training that's on offer in our industry at the moment. That's not to say I don't think there should be a sort of more qualifications and that could only help, I would say. But I, I mean, from my experience, I'm not going to say what qualification it was or where I did it or anything like that. But I took a PR specific qualification and it was, you know, it was it was nice to have. It was quite expensive to do. Um, it was quite easy to do, uh, if I'm honest. And some people looked at it and went, oh, yeah, that's, that's good. It shows you have a sort of commitment. It's above and beyond almost seen but it wasn't really anything definitive yeah and I would say that if you talk to most uh, PR directors that are hiring people how many of those people are um, picking people over because they've got a professional qualification or even a degree about PR I mean um, yeah it's a nice to have but equally somebody that's got an English degree or uh, a journalism degree like yourself uh, is uh, is just as valid and actually do you even need a degree I mean I'm you know probably a future podcast discussion but I, I find the whole debate around apprenticeships quite interesting so um, I don't think it's uh, I don't think it's essential what's more important is you know passion and interest in the industry and a bit of experience agreed but if we um, just reflect I wanted to put uh, a quote to you actually and see see what your reactions are and it was from Stephen Waddington who is the CIPR president it was the bottom of the PR week uh, article so he said we're all judged at a bar set by the lowest common denominator often by those without any foundation knowledge which makes sense it's like saying the chain is only as strong as its weakest link what are your what are your reactions to that yeah, that's a, an interesting quote from Wads. Um, I think the part there that I think is interesting is around um, people making preconceptions without foundation knowledge and sort of to the point I made earlier about the fact that people view the industry based upon things that are absolutely nothing to do with, with PR. So people think of PR because they've watched The Thick of It or Absolutely Fabulous or something like that and don't have any real knowledge about what we do and then you know think that we're spin doctors and all the rest of it. Uh, so I, I think that sort of doesn't help. And I suppose actually for me, the, the reputational thing that we should really care about is 
more so, I mean, not exclusively, but more so about the people that are buying our services, about how they view PR and the importance of it compared to other kind of communication disciplines. So, you know, to me, that's that's more relevant to us as an industry. Interesting. So to me, that what I immediately thought upon reading that was uh, a lot of professions and some of the ones listed. So, uh, you know, if you think of a, a pilot or, or something like that, or a lawyer or a, a teacher, often you, you think of them with quite high regard. I would I would argue most of the time you think of the best of that profession. So if somebody goes, I'm a doctor, you even go, oh, that's quite, you know, quite a, 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 an admirable profession. Uh, and you have all these positive connotations. And I mean, my, my experience has been very, you know, it's varied massively with some of those professions. So doctors, for example, I've had very mixed, you know, experiences with some, I would argue, are the best people in the world. Others have just been a nightmare. But I think you always go back to that sort of positive feeling. Whereas I would suggest that perhaps PR is the opposite. You Sometimes you hear of it and, and you th- immediately think of some of the negatives. I would, I would ask then whether you think that is perhaps because there are is, is a balance. So there's an unbalance at the moment. So there might be more people that aren't viewed as being particularly good. So the spammers, like you mentioned earlier on, the people that don't quite get the, the fundamentals of PR compared to the real true PR professionals. Yeah, I think what you're probably alluding to is that PR doesn't PR itself very well. And... Um, uh, there was a chart in here, I haven't got it in front of me, but about how people feel about um, how happy they are to come into work. And I think that you feel a lot happier about your work when you feel pride in it. And perhaps there isn't enough pride um, in the industry. And uh, you know, we, we should care more about that than sort of worried about whether we're seen to be uh, professionals. Well, I think that was quite a good uh, point, actually, to bring us to our, our verdict. But before I do that, I just want to say I was not comparing being a PR person to being a doctor. Obviously, d- doctors uh, provide a, you know, a massively uh, valuable service. So I'm not trying to put myself in that same I mean, it's PR, not ER or whatever. So anyway, on that note, I think it's time to pass um, judgment. So, Phil, PR should be seen as a profession rather than a trade. True or false? I'm going to say false. Uh I think in the scheme of things, it just doesn't matter. I think that the uh, that the industry is changing so rapidly that to be able to try to sort of pin down a set of standards upon how things are right now is going to be so different. I mean, I've seen in a massive amount of change in the PR industry in the last uh, few years, and particularly since I sort of started in the, in the late 90s. And... Um, I, yeah, I think the bodies will struggle and they do struggle to keep up to date with, with the changes. And I think the definition of PR is so hard to pin down. And um, so I'm going to say false. It doesn't matter. I'm going to agree and say false also for the, the reasons you've just said. I was Before this, I was reading a, a journalism book that I had as part of my course when I was studying to be a journalist. And it's a couple of editions old now. And already um, I was thinking if the same was uh, the equivalent was available for PR people. I mean, I have no idea how you would stay on top of something like that. Uh, in this ever-changing environment. So that's it. You've been listening to PR True or False. Uh, my name's Phil Shomshaw. You've been listening also to Austin Braley. And hopefully you can join us on a future edition of PR True or False. You can also join the discussion on Twitter at PR True or False and subscribe to us here through SoundCloud or iTunes as well. So see you soon.